Hey, it's Kelly. People ask me why parentpreneur, why not mompreneur, fempreneur, creativepreneur, videopreneur. We're going to talk about it, and I'm calling out all you parentpreneurs. Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill, and you're listening to Kelly O Says, a podcast for parent entrepreneurs, parentpreneurs, I like to call us, who are building online businesses and raising awesome humans. So this is, as you can tell from the title, calling out all as parentpreneurs. People often ask me, why do you call it parentpreneur, not mompreneur or fempreneur, creativepreneur? I mean, there's like, when I first started this a couple years ago, a few, well, several years ago, <laughs> I started using this term. Um, it was just sort of an all-encompassing label of parents. And it kind of started way... I'm going to go way, way back to the beginning of time. <laughs> My now oldest daughter was in, I think it was preschool age. You know, when you kind of start to get out into the community, you're not living your whole life inside the house. You, you know, work at home, stay at home parents. know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Finally, there's people outside of the house going on play dates and whatnot. Whatnot, that's something we say in the Midwest. Here in, the, here in the U.S., I don't know, whatnot. And there was a book that came, first there was a TV show called My Two Dads. It was on a long time ago. Now it's not, not a big deal, but back, you know, 20-some years ago, it was a hot-button topic. And I couldn't really figure out why. And so stick with me, because we're going to talk about this. And at the same time, there was a book that came out that one of her teachers wanted to read. I believe, I'm pretty sure it was preschool. She would have been three and a half, four, something like that. And it was My Two Moms. Uh, they all voted on it, and it was, you know, some kind of thing. It was an issue. It was crazy. And if you know enough about me now, you think you know my feelings on this. And we're not going to get too political. We're not going to get too religious. We're just talking about us being parents. So I went to the public library we kind of lived in the public library back then you know about my kids they're big time book kids and I just went ahead and read it to her she didn't have any weird questions I kind of always opened up our topics of conversation you have to talk to the kids like at their level right she's three and a half four so I just kind of sat back and she never really asked any questions never really thought it was a big deal and you know us as parents we kind of know our kids and we, we know things before they know things. So, about them, I guess. And I didn't think it was a big deal. So, when this came up at, at her preschool, I was like, so, and, you know. So, my, you know, fast forward to probably around first grade, she became aware that other children have different nuclear families as us. And that, that was really important to me for her to know that. That we were, yeah, at the time, we were a nuclear family, mom, dad, uh, married mom, dad, kid. There are other f- uh, families who their grandparents raised them or their aunt and uncle. They live with their auntie in a different state or whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's the core of the character of the person that matters. And that was the message that I wanted to send to my, my young little human mind. But there was also sort of an underlying reason. There was a time now, this has been an issue for a while, but as parents, you know, it really kind of tugs at our heartstrings that 
there were a lot of children at this time, this was the, the mid-90s, and were having difficulty in leaving us because of bullying, their sexual orientation, and now I'm not here to talk about my child's sexual preferences. I don't know you, you don't know my kid, and if you're worried about my child's sexual preferences, that's just weird, and we're not going there. So this isn't for you. <laughs> you can just stop the recording right now. Well, we're talking about why I picked the, the term parentpreneur, it's gonna come full circle. It was more important for me, and I still tell my kids this today, it's more important for me that they be here. I want them to find their forever person. You know, I want them to find a person, a human, to share their life with. And it was more important for them to know that I would accept them anyway. anyway they're my kids. You know, am I going to, if they flunk out of school, oh, I hope not. But <laughs> if, they, you know, would I still love them? Yes. If they're great, gay, straight, bi, trans, am I going to still love them? Yes. And I think that's what, if you ask my children today, now they're both grown, my feelings on it, my feelings are very, very strong, that I don't care what their sexual preference is. Yes, I am deeply religious. Yes, I am Catholic. And, but I'm not God. I don't judge them for that. I'm accepting they're my children. I birth them. I love them no matter what. And I want them to have a person who's going to treat them like a human, who's going to value them for their thoughts and their minds and their future. Do you see what I'm saying? So when it came time to, you know, when it was coming time to start a business and I was helping other single moms build their businesses at home, I wanted them to be able to stay at home with their kids like I did with mine. I did a lot of volunteering this in the beginning. I would teach other moms how to start up their own medical transcription company. Uh, didn't know at the time I could have turned that into a business. <laughs> I was just trying to help. And I came along a dad who wanted to build a business from home. And I, it, to me, it didn't matter. It didn't make any difference. So when these sort of hot button labels or hashtags came out, you know, we're parents, right? We are parent entrepreneurs. Yeah, there are little sub niches of moms. And I tried to include language like if you identify as female. And to me, that still didn't seem quite authentic or, or quite right. Uh, because I, I, I also don't really like using gender in my demographics because I don't know, I have a big problem with it. Because I feel like, you know, we're all human. I raised a little anthropologist. So <laughs> I'd like to think I had a little bit of influence over that. But it gets to the core of sort of our family values here. We're no longer the live in the same household nuclear family, but we still all, you know, work together on a daily basis. Now my kids are older now. I got one in grad school at the moment as I'm, I'm recording this and one almost done in high school. But having that sort of the LGBTQ plus community welcomes me as a straight person why would it be any different the other way around so the reason why i don't use those terms i'll maybe throw out the hashtag on instagram for visibility or whatever all inclusive but that's the one thing that my kids and all their their friends know is i hold this sort of 
all-inclusive hat on my head. And today is election day here in the States. And as I go to the polls, you know, remember I said I'm not going to be political. That's something that I think about. Uh, I embrace that the diversity and closeness that we all share. I live in a really diverse community here in Indianapolis. And I love it. It's fantastic. I would, and I, I feel better in this space rather than an exclusive space. Does that, um, has that view impeded my success? Sometimes. But then again, you know, we talk about our ideal client or who we really want to work with. Do I really want to work with someone who's judging my underage child for her choices? No. <laughs> I just think that's weird. I do. I think it's bizarre that an adult would want to cast a shadow or cast an opinion on my underage child's choices. Now, again, my older daughter has found her, her forever person, which is awesome. They've been together for like six, five or six years, I think. But it, whether it's male or female, none your business, as we say in the mid, Midwest, none your business. So we're not calling out all parentpreneurs were parents, whether step-parents, grandparents, adoptive parents. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's my worldly view on that. I welcome everyone into our little circle. So when I do the intro of talking about raising, you know, we're all building business and raising humans. Well, I kind of like my little humans. I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> so I'll see you next time on the podcast. Nope, I don't think I'm done. I have more thoughts on it. You see, the reason, the sort of big overview of why I don't want to do that is because I wanted my children to be able to come to me and say, here, meet my person, not meet my girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And I do respect the the pronouns that are used. My daughter, my youngest daughter has uh, been so sweet to educate me on exactly which pronouns to use when her friends come over. And they've been so nice to answer my questions and and they don't correct me in a mean way if I use the wrong one. <laughs> I really like that. Appreciate that. Because it does, you know, our old school brains do revert back to what we think it should be. Um, but I wanted to, them to be able to come to me and knowing that I wouldn't judge them, I suppose is the point. And if I meet you somewhere out someplace, I hope that you can introduce me to your forever person. You're human. You know, right? That makes sense. And one of the reasons why I became so vocal about it is there was a time in my in my home state when it was the whole bakery situation where certain people would not make wedding cakes because of someone's religious beliefs and or their sexual preferences. Now, of course, with my all-inclusive hat on, I do believe that everybody has their title to their opinion, but I had this group of friends who didn't, they were afraid to go to certain businesses because of how they were to be perceived. So I sort of just threw my hat in and I said, I can help you, and I did. And they were successful and off we go. Fast forward a couple of years and and one of them come to me and said, you know, why don't you do this business? You know, why don't you help in this way? It was kind of a big light bulb came on. When I talked to my kids about it, 
they were like, oh yeah, I mean, we never felt like we had to come out. I am heterosexual. I mean, how weird is that? (laughs) And I told my kids, look, I know, I know you, I birthed you. (laughs) And they didn't have to make that declaration to me. I love them for them. I love you for you. You know, I would have been that person you know, if I if I were to run for Miss Universe, I would have been the world peace person because I do feel that way. And I want to bring that and attract that into my business. Well, so when you read some of my content, you know, I was a someone not my chosen market did comment on one of my Facebook posts that was really upsetting because he was attacking my character in this particular worldview that I have. And you know, I think I handled it pretty well. And I think on both sides, we're defending our views. I don't even think it has two sides. I think it's multi-sides. Well, when I talk about parentpreneurs and when I, when I bring your people into our little nest egg, our little group of humans, that's what I think. So I hope that you also feel welcome here. And now, this time, I think I'm done. See you on the next podcast.